Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money, how to speak, how to travel the world, and how to make a difference. And uh, we're currently here in La Union, Philippines, and we're traveling around. And also, I'm going to be speaking at a few different events, including Manila. Plus, I'm going to be giving my first ever TEDx talk in my life. I've been waiting for this moment. It's a big dream come true. And I'll be giving it here in the Philippines in a city called Tacloban on November 11th, 2018. And my talk will be all about uh, being a digital nomad. So uh, one of the things I like to do is also feature um, organizations that are making a difference. And I have uh, the head organizer of the TEDx event that I'll be speaking at. And his name is Michael Earl. And Michael is uh, the co-organizer of this event. And it's the first TEDx event in the Eastern Visayas. So super excited about that. And I'm going to be finding out all about... Uh, the event, and also I'm going to be giving tips for you guys who are listening and watching in terms of how you guys can also organize your own TEDx event. No matter where in the world you're watching from, you'll get some great tips on what Michael's doing well, how he's feeling, how he can improve for next time, and also what tips he has for you guys. Uh, so Michael joining us from Takloban today. How are you doing today, my friend? Ooh, <laughs> uh, feeling, still feeling a bit nervous, but doing great. Well, I think we have the same feelings, Michael. I'm excited to be a speaker at the TEDx event. Plus, I'm nervous. And it's normal to feel both excitement and nervous, both as a speaker, but of course, as you as the organizer, too. Yeah. So, Michael, before we get into the TEDx event, I want to get to know you. Why don't you share a little bit more about yourself? Uh, you know, who are you? Uh, what is your background? What did you study? What did you do for work? Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay. So, uh, so my full name is Michael Earl B. Castro Verde. So, um, I live here in Tacloban. I graduated last 2016. So, now I'm 23 years old. I graduated as cum laude. Uh, finished Bachelor of Science in Management. Now, taking up my Master's in Business Management from University of the Philippines, besides Tacloban College. Right now, I'm an instructor at Lady Normal University, teaching microeconomics, human relations, and marketing. Awesome. And in the midst of your busy work, uh, you actually put in a whole uh, other thing into the uh, mix yeah. <laughs> by organizing a TEDx event. I'm sure when you first decided to do it, you had no idea how long it will take and in terms of the energy yes. effort and time. Yes. So uh, I want to first find out, how did you get first introduced to TED or TEDx? Like, uh, did you go to some TEDx events? Did you watch it online? How did you get introduced to the whole brand of TED? So me and my girlfriend have been watching TED videos since, I think, two years ago, 2016, yeah. I know, 2015, so three years ago. Usually, she watches TED, uh, TED Talks, so the, uh, we have, she watches speakers to talk about politics, about economics, stuff like that. I usually watch TED Ed, the animated, <laughs> the animated versions of of ideas because uh, I, I believe those, that kind of media, that kind of mode for sharing ideas is the most effective since it's fun, it's different, uh, and it really, with, through animation, you, imagination is the limit. So for me, it's the most effective way. <laughs> Awesome. And you know, a lot of us watch uh, these TED uh, videos on YouTube or on the TED website. 
but uh, very few of us actually go out of their way to organize their own TEDx event. So yeah. when did it? When did the shift happen? When you're like, okay, it's great to watch these videos to, honey, let's start our own TEDx event. Let's organize the first TEDx event in the world. How did that conversation go? Was it you, Michael, who initiated it? Tell us about uh, what made you start your own, uh, host your own TEDx event. Well, uh, ever since we started watching them, I think I think a few months after, we've been daydreaming about attending a TED event, or if not a TED event, a TEDx event. So we've been having that dream for like two years later, three years later. Still, it's still just a dream because we have no idea how to be a part of TED or TEDx. Uh, we didn't even know there, are TEDx, there were TEDx events in the Philippines until this year. So uh, this year, last April, April 1, we went to Malaysia to uh, compete in a business competition. So there we won as champions. And then there we met someone, a, a fellow delegate, who claimed that she was a TEDx organizer. They were like, what? So that's possible. <laughs> And so we, we asked her, and that's how we learned about the licensing process, everything. That was also, I think, April 2 was the date when we applied for a license. Awesome. So you found out about it, and the next day you applied. Yes. Wow. That's, that's how excited we were. Well, see, this is good because you took action. And, you know, Ted's all about taking action, right? And you took action by applying. So what is the what is the actual process? Like, uh, I've never hosted an event. I haven't done the research. So for people listening and watching who want to know, what is the process to become a TEDx licensee? So it's actually very simple. You just have to visit TED.com, and then uh, there, are, there are tabs there for either joining a local event or organize your own event. So when you click that organize your own event, there's a form there which you have to fill out. So it doesn't, it will not, I mean, personally speaking, it did not take me just one day. It took me two to three days to fully complete the form because it, TED really asks a lot of questions. They really want to know whether you're ready, you're prepared, you're dedicated, you're passionate enough to host, uh, to host your own TEDx event and to bring the TED name, the, the TED brand to your own community. So uh, you do the application. Is there any fees? A lot of people might have the question. Is there cost to host your own event? Costs for uh, applying? Is there application cost? Ah, no, yeah. it's, it's entirely free. It's entirely free. You just have to be imaginative and passionate. Okay, so it's, uh, it's not as hard as it seems to actually get accepted <laughs> uh, to get the license. But the difficulty happens when you do get a, the license, right? <laughs> well, not in... Entirely, because through the process, Ted will make sure that you understand the word diversity. Because for us, it, it, it took us some time to truly understand that word. Because initially, when we started the application, we wanted talks that focused on social issues. And then here in the Philippines, uh, that's one of the most important um, themes to fix, to address social issues. But apparently for Ted, yeah, that's they said that. Yeah, that's good, but that's not entirely diversity. So we really had a hard time adjusting to that word. 
So speaking of diversity, like uh, your theme, how did you come up with the theme? Um, and then how did you come up with like the speakers for that theme and the topics? Yeah, uh, for the theme, which is for TEDx Magsaysay Boulevard, uh, the theme is Building Utopia. So that theme is actually linked to an event that happened in 2013, the, when Typhoon Haiyan struck the Philippines. So a lot of infrastructure was lost, a lot of economic efforts, uh, physical efforts were lost, jobs were difficult to, uh, it was difficult to get hired, etc., etc. Essentially, lives were destroyed. Even now, five years later, we're still adjusting. Believe it or not, uh, it's not as simple as rebuilding structures or providing jobs. It's also about picking up where you left. For example, we have fishermen who are now transferred at farm areas. So how can a fisherman earn at a farm area when all they know about is fishing? So it's stuff like that. It's difficult to adjust. So we wanted a theme that would highlight that are adjusting, are adjusting five years later and at the same time be as diverse as possible. So with the utopia, everything is perfect. And for us, for Filipinos, well, not, not really for Filipinos, but for everyone, something perfect is, some, is the feeling when we get to achieve what we want, to achieve a goal. And the ultimate goal is to be happy. Right? Everyone's goal is to be happy, whether it's being happiness through materials that you have, properties that you own, happiness from friends and families that you have, happiness from achievements that you get. It's all directed towards happiness. And as we started to process this theme, we figured that, that uh, happiness is a, an accumulation of joy. So joy are small instances of being happy. When you accumulate that, that becomes happiness. So for when we accumulate joy, it becomes happiness. When we become happy, we get utopia. So that's how everything is built. What are the things that make us happy? That's essentially the point, the whole point of the theme. Love it, love it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tie it in because I'm talking about travel and, you know, uh, travel leading to utopia and, of course, travel leading to people being happier. So, yes. uh, yeah, that's we great. We usually link happiness with travel. <laughs> yeah, they definitely fit together. So, yeah. in terms of the other speakers, uh, how many speakers do you have? How many typ uh, speakers does a typical TEDx event have? And how do you actually get speakers to apply and how do you get them? How do you select them? Tell us about the whole speaker selection process. So right now we have seven speakers, uh, but there might be a surprise one, <laughs> another speaker. But uh, you'll have to see when you go when you attend the event. So right, but right now officially we have seven speakers. So they're going to be talking about. So for you that will be travel. And then we have someone going to talk who's going to talk about diversity in education. Someone's going to talk about um, cultural identity in the midst of globalization. Someone's going to talk about art and the psychic world, psychism. And then someone's also going to talk about innovations in social entrepreneurship. Uh, and then we also have one on positive philosophy. And then, hmm, 
what is that? Is that six? Was, was that six topics? Mm -hmm. uh, the last one, ah, the last one is about research and how it changes the lives of people. I'm excited to listen to these all these talks. And of course, for people who cannot attend in, in person, they're going to be on the YouTube channel and yeah. as well. Um, so you pick your speakers and then um, tell us also about the, the team. So, of course, it's you and your girlfriend, uh, but you also have a core team um, to help organize the event, to run it, to make sure everything goes smoothly. Tell us about how you organize your team. Yes, uh, but before that, uh, I just want to clarify. So we follow Ted's standards that we don't pick people, we pick ideas. Ah, okay, you pick yes. ideas. Mm. And then the, the people will just follow. So those mm. who have those That's ideas will, will be presented. Mm, very good. Yeah. Okay, so for the core team, what we did was we opened an application process for core, those who, who are interested to become core members. And then, uh, so we checked their background, their interests, had a quick interview. And then from there, um, we picked them out. So what, what are the actual... Uh key because a lot of people might be interested in doing uh, a TEDx event and they mm -hmm. want to know what the key roles and responsibilities are for the team so like what's your role what's your girlfriend's role what are the other core team members roles okay so for me and my girlfriend we we are the overall um we manage the entire team so we we it's like we're quality control we make sure that every action that they take every result that are produced are all according to Ted's format. Uh, and then for the core members, we have, for the first one, we have the vice, actually Ted does not restrict us from um, bestowing certain titles. We, we get, we have the, the freedom to create their own. So for, for our team, we use the terms vice presidents. Okay. For the core team. So we have the vice president for events. So she is in charge for of rather the delegates. So selling of the tickets, making sure that they're properly informed, uh, their freebies, whether it's secured or not, everything about the delegates. Then uh, she's also in charge with um, handling the performers. How many will perform? What will they perform? Are they, uh, do they represent the culture of Eastern Visayas? And then lastly, she's in charge of the speakers, making sure that all their topics are in line with Ted. Uh, everything is different, unique, weird, uh, <laughs> attractive, interesting. So basically her job is to create the Ted-like experience. That's for events, VP for events. For sponsorships, we have the vice president for sponsorships, or we call him as the vice president for finance. He is in charge with budget allocations. He's also in charge with, the, with securing sponsors, which is the lifeblood of our, of our event. <laughs> and then we have the vice president for production. So her job is to uh, set the stage, create the physical appearance of our version of TEDx. So she's in charge of everything about the stage, the design, the venue, uh, the layout of where stations are. For example, there, there might be a photo, photo up station or a photo booth, and then for bloggers alley, et cetera, et cetera. And then finally, we have 
the VP for media. So he's in charge with the design. So designing of posters, designing of the freebies. Uh, he's also in charge with our with, with the events videography. So um, how will the videos be taken? He's also in charge with sending those videos to Ted. Everything about media. Any other key roles there? Or is that the, the whole team? Well, Volunteer. Ted does provide other other roles, but basically those are the core the core uh, functions. Okay, and then you'll have some on the day volunteers, I guess, like greeters and uh, like setup and teardown. What about oh, yes. on the day on the day team or on the day volunteers? So each vice president has their own respective teams. So each one has roughly three to five members each to help with with all the with all the with all those functions. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. So. Of course, TED as a global brand, it's not like just any event. So you have to follow certain standards and guidelines and criteria. So maybe you can give a summary, like what are the major criteria that a TEDx event should follow so it dis distinguishes itself from every other event in the world? Okay. Uh, well, the number one distinction would be diversity. Every idea shared must either be, number one, a new idea, something the audience has never heard of or it could be a basic idea but with a different perspective so those are the the general that's the general essence of diversity Yeah. 